Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. Join us as we share our personal top 5 lists for a variety of topics. Each episode, we'll explore a new topic and discuss our favorite picks, ranging from music, movies, food, travel destinations, board games, roller coasters, to whatever. Nothing is off limits, and everyone is wrong, even when we think we're right. Whether you're looking for new recommendations or just love hearing incorrect opinions, this is our podcast for you. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me as always is... Eric Shane. How you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. What have you been up to? Oh, you know, same old, same old, working, doing all that good stuff, all that jazz, all that whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and going golfing, of course. And going <laughs> golfing, of course. That is correct. How well you know me, good sir. Well, I was there to watch us both struggle on a golf course in 90 degree heat. That was fun. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that was a lot of fun, though. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I've never gone before. That was my first actual full round of golf I've ever had before. And it was a it really was a joy. It was, a, it was fun. It was frustrating at times, but, you know, especially at the sand trap. But it's like overall, no, it was really fun. It was super fun. And you know who else is super fun? Zach Rancourt. Yeah, good <laughs> segue by me. <laughs> He's okay. Uh, what have you been up to, Zach? Not much. What day is today? Tuesday. Um, yeah, I went backpacking this weekend. It was a great day on Friday, but then we saw, well, we didn't see the smoke roll in. We, I woke up early in the morning uh, to watch the sunrise, and all of a sudden the smoke was all over the place, and it has been smoky around Washington ever since. Um, so that's been a bummer. But yeah. yeah, otherwise, otherwise, not much, really. We did yeah. have a fantasy draft, but people <laughs> suck. Chris Ingbrecht fucking sucks. So, yeah, that's right. I'll name drop. But that's right. A- anyways. Um, but yeah, not too bad. Just, you know, 14, 15 years down the drain. Yeah. Uh, but that would go so far as to say it's down the drain. It's yeah. Just, you know- it hit it hit, just hit a speed bump hopefully hopefully uh but well, we're not here to talk about fantasy football today we can uh <laughs> i mean i we could change it up last minute and just be like yeah but we already did fantasy football players i don't even know what else you would do that's for true. different fantasy topics five more five more players no maybe next week we're going to start and i will uh I'll, I'll get us into our little topic here. Uh, McDonald's, Red Robin, the Olive Garden, Pizza Hut. We've all heard of those because if you live in a mid-sized town, you have them all. Chain restaurants serve their purpose. Uh, they are all over the country. The food is decent. We know what we're going to get before we even open the menu. You don't even have to. You know, if you're going to Red Robin, you're going to get a Royal Red Robin burger. It has an egg on it. It's delicious. Everyone should get it. Uh, but you're rarely going to be wowed. It's just, it's just nice stuff. Eh, it's okay. That is where hole in the wall, mom and pop shops, you got food trucks, or even those fancy restaurants that just do something really well. That's what we're going to talk about today. Today, we are going to discuss our top five non-chain restaurants. And to be specific, I set the number at five. There cannot be more than five to make it not a chain. I don't know what the actual definition is. But this is me. I'm making the rules. Uh, To enhance discussion, we did not share our list with each other, and we are by no means experts in said category besides the fact that we eat things. Uh, We are just a few dudes who like to eat food. Um, I will start us off with my number one, which 
is a little place in Edmonds right across from the BCC as you're going down into the bowl of Edmonds called Bucatini. Bucatini is my favorite Italian restaurant that is not in Italy. Italy had great pasta and it was great. But here in the US of A, Bucatini in Edmonds is delicious. Uh, as we've talked about before, I like to get one thing and I get that thing forever from a place. Not with Bucatini. I've never gotten the same thing twice and I've never been disappointed. It's always delicious. They have this delicious uh, red sauce that has like boar, elk, and like two other meats in it. And it's just like, yeah, throw meat in there. All the meats. <laughs> give it to me. Uh, I had a really nice gorgonzola uh uh like flamingon or something i don't it was it's great and it's just a little place just on your way down into Edmonds. stop there have a nice little date night uh the owner every time we've been there he stops at the table and he just like talks to you and he's just like ah how's it going and, and it's just it's a fun atmosphere uh everyone should go to bucatini okay i'll consider it yes you will i'm not a huge italian food fan though that's the only issue but uh, I feel like you've told me you, you, you discussed Bucatini before, whether it was on this podcast or in person. So comes highly rec recommended from you and, and you like to eat food. I do enjoy eating food. It keeps me alive and stuff. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you about other people, yeah. <laughs> but me. <laughs> uh, my record on food is uh, can, you know, you know where I stand. <laughs> you I like it, the I, food <laughs> i sure do I, you know i go on record and i stand by that statement uh, i will go ahead and say my number one is actually contos pizza here in lake stevens mm. now that's more of a greek style restaurant but there's a lot of italian food in there as well because there's a lot of crossover with that uh, cuisine so when you're talking about thinking of italian food and you know pasta and pasta dishes things like that i love their pasta i i love their pizza as well but I can get pizza from all kinds of places. Really what I like from there is their pasta. I like their burnt spaghetti. It's very, very good. It's basically just spaghetti with that you stick under the broiler and you know, burnt. You just burn mm. a little bit. But hey, that extra little bit that you add to it makes it so, 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 so good. Contos uh, and Lake Stevens, it, it's a very, very good restaurant that serves that wonderful Greek and Italian style. Eric. Pasta. When you're eating uh, burnt spaghetti, do you just spaghetti about it being burnt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have never heard you make that reference before. <laughs> what Ever. is that reference you are making? It sounds that sounds really good that we Candace and I went uh, back to school shopping for her daughter uh, at the outlet malls in Marysville this weekend, um, mm -hmm. just briefly. And we're driving away and we we're really hungry. And I was just going to stop by Hagen to get sandwiches. But she goes. We drove by Olive Garden and she's like, oh, I used to love Olive Garden because she's from Mississippi. And like, you know, that was like a big deal was going to Olive Garden. And so we turned around and we went to Olive Garden and eh, <laughs> it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I mean, if they would have had something like burnt spaghetti, I would definitely have eaten that. But I um, I just got soup, salad and breadsticks. and It was fine. It wasn't you know, it wasn't terrible. Um, she just got pasta and uh, and meat sauce and it was, it was good. But Contos is tasty. I've had it before. I've only had the pizza. I've never had anything else from there other than just the Contos pizza. Yeah, their pizza is very, very good. They do a wonderful job with their pizza. Are they kind of expensive, though? A little bit, but not not hugely outrageously expensive. Not like, you know, it's not like Daniel's broiler or steakhouse situation. Like it's, you know, it's mm. 
you know, it's just, it's, you know, a little pricier than say a chain pizza place. Mm-hmm. Very fair well, enough. Yeah. I actually haven't been to Contos in a long time. My dad used to get the pizza. Like it would be like, it'd feel fancy when he got pizza from Contos because it was a little more expensive than like a Little Caesars or back before they were doing the hot and ready's back in the day when you could get that huge like football field pizza that they had or whatever. Uh, But yeah, Contos would always be like, ooh, we're getting classy tonight. This is good. I'm going to (laughs) go put on my my suit and tie. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, console's my number one. I dig what it, man. Does, I what like does it. Zach have as his number one? That's what I care about. Well, I will stick with pizza. Um, and this was a hard list for me, I'll just tell you. And, and I tried to narrow it down just to uh, United States restaurants. I didn't put anything outside of the U.S. But I will start with uh, my first. This is probably my favorite pizza place other than Moose's Tooth in Alaska. That was my my honorable mention, sub honorable mention for this pizza category. But uh, Pequod's Pizza in Chicago, it has the best deep dish pizza in the freaking world. It was it's very famous for locals and it was made famous again on the episode of The Bear when Richie works at the restaurant. He's Sajin. And um, did you see that one, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they say stodging or stodging. Anyways, uh, they go to Pequod's to get deep dish, and I have been there, and it's amazing. They caramelize their crust. It's just, it sets it over the edge. Um, I'm looking at the menu right now. You can get a, uh, a, a personal size deep dish pizza for lunch for eight bucks. Like, that's a steal. It's that's It looks crazy. so good. <laughs> if you just Google a picture of Pequod's, you'll just be like, oh my God, like, Put it into my face now. Um, so good. And I'm and I'm just am notoriously not a huge deep dish pizza fan because it's so bready. But this pizza was out of control. I, I just I couldn't believe it when I was eating it. I was like, this is so goddamn good. Um, and it's reasonably priced, too. I mean, it's pricey, you know, but it's deep dish. It's true deep dish, too. I, I love it so much. So Pequod's Pizza in uh, in Chicago is my is on my list. Yeah, I would like to have an actual Chicago deep dish pizza because I've had deep dish. I've made deep dish. Uh, there's a place in Seattle called uh, Windy City Pie that I, I go to every like once a year. I'll go get it. Usually I get it on my birthday because it's super expensive to get like a deep dish pizza from there. I think it's like twenty eight dollars for a, like a medium sized pizza. Oh um, it, but it's delicious every time. I love the caramelized crust, like c- kind of like with the burnt spaghetti that Eric was talking about. I love cheese that is right near burnt. <laughs> it's right on the edge where it's just like crunchy and delicious. Oh man, I would now I need some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Any thoughts on deep dish, Eric? I love deep dish pizza, not as much as you know. Chicagoans, but yeah, no, I, I, I dig, I dig it a lot. It's good. Um, I think uh, as much as I have affection and respect for John Stewart, he was kind of talking out of his ass and that rant a little bit there. Um, uh, about how it's like a casserole, not a, not yeah, a pizza. I get, I get where he's getting at, but, um, uh, John, um, John, Johnny overspoke a little bit. I think pick, he, uh, pick he, your battles. He, uh, yeah, I think he kind of, yeah, old, old, old John, old, old John, John, he, uh, he kind of went a little far on that one in my uh, personal estimation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? L- 
let's just stick to pizza when I jump to my number two now and just okay. move to a different state. And we're going to New York. Hey-o. And that is made in New York pizza. Um, I Every time I've gone to New York, I believe I've stayed seven total days in New York. And I have had pizza seven times because I have a slice of pizza from a different place every day I'm in New York because I'm not going to not have pizza in New York. And I've never regretted it because it's amazing. But made in New York pizza is my favorite uh, so far. Again, I've only done seven. And I know there's at least a billion in New York City because Mm -hmm. every time we get a hotel room, I search. And within two blocks of you, there's at least nine of them. So I know there's plenty of pizza throughout the city. But so far, that's my favorite. They only have three locations, so they they just barely stayed under that that number of five. Um, And yeah, I... New York just does something great to pizza. Uh, it's, I would say, of those seven pizzas, all seven are in my top ten for pizzas all time. Because uh, they're so good. It's the water or something. Mm. I don't know what they're doing. Well, I think it's probably the mozzarella. I'm going to go ahead and uh, piggyback a little bit here because my number <laughs> two is also a pizza from New York uh, from when I went there. It's a place called Unregular Pizza. So... Tom, you've probably stopped in there. It's actually, you recommended, I think it was called the Strand Bookstore in downtown Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right near there. We stopped in there uh, on our way out of the bookstore. Great bookstore, by the way. Phenomenal recommend. Um, Very pleased. Mandy was just telling me how badly she wants to go back there. Uh, Great bookstore. We stepped out uh, for some lunch and there was this place called Unregular Pizza. And we were stricken by all these bobs and doodads and whatnots and what the fucks all over the wall. (laughs) And like, what, what is this play? Like the decor is crazy. And then they've also got these gigantic blobs of fresh mozzarella sitting in, uh, in the uh, display case there. And um, just huge blobs of mozzarella fresh. It's delicious. Anyway, turns out their story is, is they actually started out uh, pre pandemic uh, and they were viral on the internet because they would like barter for slices of pizza. They would like trade pizza for stuff. People would give them stuff and they'd give them pizza. A little like you, Tom. And uh, (laughs) they turned it, they turned it into a business. And now they've got a thriving business in Manhattan called unregular pizza. Mm -hmm. Um, You should look it up and it's damn, damn delicious pizza. My goodness gracious. It's a, it's definitely flatter. I'll say that it's certainly not a deep dish. It's definitely that flatter. uh, What do you call it? That square brick style. Uh, uh, yeah, pizza. that's yeah. Uh, Sicilian is that type. Yeah, that's what it. Okay, yes, Sicilian. Thank you. Definitely which is more what that the, style. Which is what made New York pizza is too. Well, they have some of everything, but that uh, that was definitely the best at made in New York was Sicilian because it has that again that caramelized crust that's delicious. Oh, delicious! You should look up Unregular Pizza. I think you'll be inspired by their story. They are a very cool company. Very unregular. In, and if you're very unregular and if you're in New York, you should definitely head on down that way and go uh, go pay them a visit. I have not yeah, been to I, I have not been to either place. I Googled unregular pizza and that one with the the, the, the dollops of mozzarella look fantastic. Mm. So that looks very good. Um, I love New York pizza in general, um, but just like slices of it at random places. So I can't necessarily put that um, on the list. But yeah, I definitely agree with you guys that 
I'm sure those places are, are fantastic. Their menu looks really great. Um, just looking at Unregular and that's made New York pizza um, or New York made or whatever it's called. But good choices. What slices would you guys get if you only had one one choice besides like Sicilian? Uh, Well, just like I'm just a, a classic pepperoni slice at any place. That's what that's only you always got to start with at a place. Yeah, they're pepperoni. My, if I'm thinking pepperoni, if I'm thinking pizza, I'm thinking pepperoni pizza. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. We've talked about that before. Yeah. First yeah, image yeah. that comes to my mind when I think pizza, pepperoni I think pizza. Michelangelo and Donatello and they're eating <laughs> pizza and it's, and it's pepperoni pizza. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. So is that how you would judge these places? Like if Eric went to Tom's place and Tom went to Eric's place, would you guys, we would, we would just say you have to do pepperoni pizza. I think that would be the baseline. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I would probably get two slices pepperoni and then just something else that jumps out at me. Right. And every place has a different slice that jumps out. Yeah. And that's how I am when I go to restaurants. Like I love trying a certain type of food. Like I do fajitas when I go Mexican and that's how I judge a good Mexican restaurant. But that's not really fair because what if they just don't do fajitas great, but their other thing is like knock your socks off. Great. So that's why I'm wondering if, you know, uh, unregular pizza had like some sort of unregular topping. And it's like, no, that's actually the one you should go after. So just, they just may very well. And they may yeah. very well. Looking at the website, I would definitely get this one that has the mozzarella. Like, yeah, that looks good. Uh, the unmelted mozzarella on top. Just a nice, oh, that looks so good right Dude, now. Doesn't it look amazing? <laughs> a nice uh. dollop of mozzarella. <laughs> it is, it looks like he scooped it with an ice cream scoop. <laughs> yeah. And just sort of plopped it on there. It looks like yeah. ice cream. <laughs> Incredible. It's pizza a la mode. <laughs> a la mode. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So, Zach, I believe we're on to your second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, went to New- stick with New York, too, because you-, you guys are doing that. But, um, yeah, I went to New York a few years back and we had an opportunity to go out to Chinatown. And my friends were like, we got to eat here. These are soup dumplings. And I'm like, I've never had soup dumplings or, you know, Xiao Long Bao. I've never had them. And so for me, I'm like, well, I guess, you know, I'll try it. And so we go to this restaurant called Joe's Shanghai. Um, it's very traditional Chinese restaurant. You walk in and it's very busy at the front. They greet you and they take you back and they sit you at a table with a whole bunch of other people. And it's very much a small interaction uh, system where waiter takes your order, brings you food. That's it. You don't like really they don't really help you through it. But that's not what I'm there for. I'm honestly there for the food and trying to eat these soup dumplings. It was such a fun experience because I'd never done it. Uh, you know, there, everyone has a technique. My technique is bite into it a little bit, um, kind of blow into it and suck the broth out, uh, kind of like you're sucking the poison out of a wound. And then you can just let it cool down for a second and then pop it in your mouth. And that thing is so goddamn good. Soup dumplings are amazing. These were the best ones I've ever had. And they have, uh, I found somewhat comparable soup dumplings in Seattle. Uh, because we have a good uh, Asian cooking scene here. So I found some good stuff. But I just remember Joe's Shanghai was like always my first experience. And you never forget your first. So that place is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I have a 
Dozone on my honorable mentions, which I think is a chain. I don't know how many there are, That, which is another reason why it's on my honorable, because I'm like, oh, I don't know how many. Um, but they do soup dumplings, and I like their ordering system where you sit down, and they give you a menu and a pen, and you write down how much of each thing you want, and then you put it on the edge of your table, they grab it, and then they come back with those things. Yeah. There's no interaction whatsoever. Just, <laughs> I want two of these, two of these, six of these and give you a sprite and then they'll bring it all to <laughs> you sprite in a dirty glass yeah dozone actually has a lot of locations so it's 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 a bummer yeah. there's a bunch in washington california texas it is fantastic i absolutely love dozone and after i did joe shanghai i started going to dozone because i was like oh that sounds awesome and i like it better than din tai fung like Me everybody, <laughs> everybody likes it, but I think it's overpriced. Dozone is so much better. And I, I know what I get. It's like down to a science. It's 2.5 plates per person because that's mm -hmm. just enough to get you nice and full. It's it drops down to two plates per person. If you decide to get bow buns, if you do the yeah. bow, then uh, that's really hefty. But uh, it's about 2.5 per, per person. And you always got to do the dundun noodles, the spicy ones. They're fantastic. You you literally just listed what I get. I get I get a soup dumpling, then we get the buns, and then I get the noodles, and that's my my order every time. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, you should try the the beef pancake next time too. That's really good. Ooh. Any of the the steamed or fried wontons are fantastic. The cucumber um, in I think it's like rice wine. That one's really good. Yeah, any of the noodles are fantastic. Uh, if I mean I don't know how you, you don't you're not really big on spice, but yeah, just. Uh, well, yeah, the, the Dan Dan noodle, those give me like a like a numb feeling on your tongue. I don't <laughs> I don't know what spice that is, but it's not hot. It's just like your tongue feels like it's it's falling asleep and it's a it's a weird experience, but I like it. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I just like found it Tom's lot, kink. Guys. It's weird. That's right. <laughs> oh, baby. Tom, what's it's your weird, third one? Or is it hot? I mean, <laughs> hot is uh, subjective, I guess. So we'll say that. Tom, what's oh, your third guys, one? it's real hot. Uh, my third one is actually somewhere that I know that Eric has been because this is where we had the uh, dinner after my wedding at Heirloom in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, it's a great restaurant that I've enjoyed every time. There's very few fancy restaurants I would go to a second time because it's like, it's nice the one time, eh, but we don't have to go back. Uh, every time we've been to heirloom, probably at least four times for different events, whether it was after our wedding or anniversaries or birthdays. Uh, but that's our go-to place here in Seattle. Uh, it's always super tasty. You are going to spend at least $200 for two people. So deal with that. Doesn't matter. Uh, and everything they have is delicious. Uh, I even enjoyed the steak there. I thought it was worth the worth the price. And rarely do I go to a place, get a steak, and feel like that was money well spent. Because <laughs> most <laughs> of the time, I can make steak just as well as any restaurant I go to. It's not that hard, guys. Uh, but yeah, so Heirloom is great. And I feel fancy when I'm there. It has a great view, too of the sound just looking that at was a, that was a really good dinner and yeah anything that has a view over the puget sound uh is is just very special that's a special oh. special kind of view i think totally so. i have not even i've never, not even heard of heirloom i'm looking it up right now as i speak it looks super fancy pants 
Yeah, it is super fancy pants. I usually wear a nice button up and slacks when I go. Can't just throw on the shorts and a t-shirt for that place. What? Because that's my stupid. Because li- well, because my wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> because she makes me. I would totally wear shorts there, but I would well, be going alone. We got cats in the background. Yeah, sorry, that was a cat in my. <laughs> no, background. it's okay. I, I have like, a cat a in my office right now. No, <laughs> I, we, I, we got it. Yeah, yeah. I see him are. lurking in the background, and I have the entire time. It, is she? Is she back there? Yeah, yeah she's, she's making a mess in my office. Yeah, she's just okay. back. There. She's she's back there causing problems. She is not. Um, she has not warmed up to me yet. She is a half wild cat. Um, wow. So yeah, she. I cannot pet her. She will not allow me to pet her. But she just heard Mandy roll up and the dogs are going nuts. So mm. Mandy is the person who gives her treats. So she's like, oh, well, the treat person's here. So let's go ahead and go wild about that. You know, yeah, you're not getting treats. You just <laughs> shush back there. So anyway, uh, you know, uh, you were talking about fancy. I, I, I don't have any fancy sort of like uh, restaurant in mind that I was thinking of. Uh, the closest one I can think of that's sort of semi- semi fancy. I was thinking of one in Linwood actually called Indigo Kitchen and Ale House. Mm. Now it's it's sort of a darker atmosphere, but not like darker and like like darker lighting. I don't mean like darker like satanic. I, I don't know why I felt like I had to justify that. But yeah, <laughs> it's like it's sort of a darker mood lighting, more evening uh style. It's a nice little place. Um it's a little pricey, but um it, it, it's uh you know it's a it's a nice uh ale house and uh, kitchen that i really like in linwood um it's it doesn't seem to be like it's over by alderwood or nearby alderwood not right next to alderwood it's a little bit further up, a little further north of alderwood but uh um yeah they actually serve some of the best some of the best food in the uh in the entire area i think let me see if i wow. can find something on their kitchen that uh, uh that i really like i i almost had it open jerk uh, pork tacos yeah Cauliflower What's tacos, that? shrimp po' boy, salmon blat, uh, grilled chicken sandwich. Uh, yeah, Mama's meatloaf. They got, they got, yeah, Mama's meatloaf. That's the one. Yeah, sounds. Uh, I don't usually, I don't usually order meatloaf when I go places, but uh, pretty good meatloaf. I got a pretty good uh, <laughs> loaf of meat. I think I've been to Indigo many, many years ago. And honestly, I think I got the mama's meatloaf and it was good. I am not a meatloaf guy to begin with. Uh, but yeah, it just was calling me homemade beef, pork and bacon topped with tangy chipotle ketchup served with mashed potatoes and veggies. That sounds that sounds like a pretty good good eats right there. It is good eats right there. Uh, it is literally a block away from me. It is just I could walk there in like five minutes right now, uh, but I've never Tom. been. They're open never till midnight. Been. Uh, I drive by it every time I go to the Fred Myers there to go grocery shopping. <laughs> like, so maybe I'll stop in someday and have this grandma's meatloaf that you guys are talking about. Mama's meatloaf. Mama's Mama, meatloaf. not grandma. <laughs> we approve the recipe mouth. since grandma. <laughs> yeah, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Knees weak, arms are heavy. Oh. Uh, Keep going. You you can do the He's rest. He's vomiting on the sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. You want me? I, I can keep going. Um, <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and jump to my third one then too. Um, I'm trying to see if I can segue off of the Indigo Kitchen and Ale House. I don't know if mine. Okay, so I recently went to the South. 
uh, to go to Candace's hometown of uh, Mantachi, Mississippi. And, you know, I had this preconceived notion uh, and it was wrong of me that Mississippi was a flat dust bowl area, but they have a lot of trees and it actually looked pretty good. There were parts that looked like Washington, including Mantachi. Um, it is a very small town. I'm talking tiny, tiny, but they have communities, I think is what they're called outside uh, of of the, the city itself. So they're like townships almost. But anyhow, uh, there is a restaurant there called Centerville Fish and Steak. But when you're in the South, they don't say Ville. They say Vol. So you say Centerville Fish and Steak. So anyways, we went to Centerville and I said when they were talking about dinner, I was like, I really want some good hush puppies because I haven't had hush puppies like in ages. And so apparently at Centerville, you get that wish. They bring you hush puppies to your table when you sit down, just like a bread basket or just like chips and salsa. Um, I was like, oh, my God. They also give you 32 ounce cups for your water. So you don't have to ask for a bunch of refills. I was like, oh, my God. And so I got I got fried catfish. I have never had catfish before. I thought I did, but I had never had catfish before. And I really wanted to try it. And they asked what's what I wanted for my sides. I got a salad bar and I got some spicy fries. The spicy fries were so good. They felt like they were like double deep fried and they had this awesome like Louisiana seasoning uh, on it. That was delicious. The salad bar. It was like a regular iceberg lettuce salad thingy. And then you go through and I don't know if you guys know much about the South's salads, but like they have their salads are not vegetable salads like like we do. They have like macaroni salad and pea salad and snicker salad and ambrosia salad. Um, so th this place had macaroni salad and pea salad and uh, potato salad and all these things there, too. And you get one trip through the, the salad bar. So I put a little of the greens in there and some other veggies and then just slopped up like some mac salad and some potato and some pea. Holy crap. The mac salad was the best I've ever had. Um, I was blown away. And then so the breading on the catfish, it was like a real nice, thin panko breading almost uh, where it didn't take away from how good the fish was because the fish was very juicy. Uh, it added it enhanced the flavor of it. So I was blown away. I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, it's probably the nicest restaurant in that area. And um, aesthetically, it looks pretty cool from the outside. It's um, it's usually really busy, but we got in pretty quick and had a blast. So looking forward to going there again, seeing as it's my one of my top five favorite restaurants. You made me want to go. <laughs> do you do you do you know where Mantachi is, Mississippi? I'll give you a hundred. Uh, I'll give you a thousand dollars. You can point it out on a map without researching it before. It's in the state of Mississippi. <laughs> Close. When <laughs> it's within. 200 miles of the Mississippi Mississippi River. <laughs> I actually don't think that that's accurate. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I've already failed. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all good. So very good stuff. Yeah, it's it's just like your traditional steak and fish house. Um, Apparently a steak is really good there. I, I'm not really a, a big steak guy, but I feel like I'd need to try it. Been super hot. You get dehydrated. Uh, we all know that water's fantastic for you. And we all know that, you know, with the heat comes that disgusting, smelly sweat. Uh, sweat's actually an, a wonderful way that our bodies can cool us down to combat the hotter temperatures. But the downside is we lose a lot of electrolytes, potassium, and other essential vitamins needed to keep our bodies going throughout the day. So how do we retrieve those necessary uh, essential electrolytes? Well, it's actually super easy and very tasty. 
just grab a liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning before a daily workout, when you're feeling run down, after a long night out of drinking. So, you know, pair that good food with that liquid IV and even on long airline flights. Now, I personally love using liquid IV on all my hikes, bike rides, snowboarding activities, uh, backpacking trips, you name it. 12 delicious flavors. Uh, they keep you hydrated and it keeps your routine exciting. Strawberry, guava, lemon, lime, and many, many, many more. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy, they are right up your alley. The best news of all is that as a listener of this show and our other show, the Don't Be Crazy podcast, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code DBCRAZYPOD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration today using promo code DBCRAZYPOD at liquidiv.com. Thank you and stay hydrated. Number four for me, I think. Uh, let's see. So my next one is a food truck that also – it was like a food truck outside of a building. You'd go inside the building and you'd order inside and then they'd make it in the food truck and then bring it to you. It was a weird setup because it's like, why aren't you just making food inside the building? <laughs> I don't care. Um, and actually, I brought one of these to uh, – Zach's birthday party one year. If you remember, I came to your birthday with a burrito and it was gigantic and it was from Grumpy's food truck, which was in shoreline. And actually in researching today, I found out that it's now actually in Everett. So I moved away from it and that's why I haven't had it in a long time. And now it's, I'm actually closer to it. I can get, I can get it like before trivia one day if I want to. <laughs> um, but, but what I get is the mad burrito and it's filled with all the things you want. It's just rice, beans. You got your meat in there. It's spicy. And it's the size of a child. Um, and I love food that's the size of a child. Because <laughs> that <laughs> oh. means there's more to eat. <laughs> uh, but these burritos are great. There's a lot of different burrito places that I, I would go to. Uh, including before the podcast, I was talking about Washington Burrito that got shut down because of health code violations. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> and I will not go back there because I don't like having tummy aches. And that was my go-to burrito place before I learned that Grumpy's was actually closer than I thought. So that will be my new, again, burrito place. <laughs> oh, I want one now. I do, um, like a, I do like a good burrito truck. And it's it's tough because, you know, Portland has all those food trucks everywhere. It's what the, one of the famous things they have. And there are, I could count, you know, like a dozen burrito places that I just absolutely love there and they're all nuanced you know I'm sure there's good items and, and not so good items on each menu so um, yeah I mean the thing with taco trucks is no one's ever wrong if they like something uh, you just got to find your your truck that you really like and then just stick with it um, I don't I get tired of the of the discourse when people are like oh you guys don't know real Mexican food up here and I'm like whatever dude i don't off. care it tastes good in my mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i look for in my food <laughs> oh, I, I like to eat the pieces separately and i don't like them all in my mouth at the same time <laughs> deal with it <laughs> yummy yum oh eric what do you have as your fourth one 
I am going to go with um, going to go with Lewis Barbecue in South in Charleston, South Carolina. Now, I was told when I went down there a couple weeks ago, when I was poking around looking for good barbecue, I was told Lewis Barbecue was the best barbecue in town. I uh, was not led astray. It is phenomenal. As for the best in town, flip a coin between that and another place that I'm going to mention with my fifth, <laughs> but it is very good. Lewis Barbecue is a Texas-style barbecue that was picked up and brought to uh, South Carolina. There are two locations. There's one in Greenville and one in Charleston. I went to the one in Charleston. There, I found that I love their style of barbecue sauce down there in the low country. It's uh, vinegar-based. I guess up in uh, up country, they use more mustard-based. And then, like, you know, other places, Kansas City, it's, you know, honey and things like that. Vinegar-based barbecue sauce is just, it just hits different. And it's so delicious. It hits my particular flavor buds just perfect. And I, I went to town on Lewis barbecue. And one of the reasons I, first of all, they slow cook it at like, you know, for like 18 hours, right? It's just perfect. You can cut it with a spoon. It's just perfect. And I found out you can order it. They can actually cook you up a whole brisket or like a whole trinity of meats for uh, not that expensive. And you can have it shipped out wherever you are. They, they freeze it, ship it out. They send you instructions on how to properly uh, heat it up just right. And uh, I'm very tempted as we get into football season, as I've mentioned to you guys in person, I'm very tempted to go ahead and pull the trigger see if I can get you guys to, you know, buy in a couple bucks here or there, you know, six to eight of us and, and give it a try, order it up. I really want to try Lewis barbecue, uh, L E W I S Lewis barbecue, Charleston, South Carolina, some of the best damn barbecue I've ever had. And if you're in town, you've got to go try them out. Uh, you, you walk up to the counter and, they pull the brisket and they pull everything out the back and they cut it out on these trays, right out on the paper, right butcher paper, right in front of you. It is, it's, it's quite the presentation and very, very delicious. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never been, but, uh, I watch chef's table on Netflix. Uh, they have chef's table where they, they follow different, uh, uh, chefs and kind of just learn about their lives it's a great show. Um, and they have one that's chef's table barbecue where they follow different barbecue people. And he is one of them that, that is on that show and it yes. looks delicious watching it. <laughs> and I hate that show because I always look at it and I'm like, now I have to travel to there and have this delicious food. It's actually the same reason I want to go to Chicago because that's where Elenia is, which is one of the chefs that I saw on chef's table. Um, and I, I can't travel this much just for food, guys. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, wait, I can. We solved the problem. Julia <laughs> Roberts did it in Eat, Pray, Love. She, she ate and she prayed and she loved. And you could do that, Tom. You could do all those things if you put your mind You've to it. You've never heard of gastro-tourism? Yeah. you never heard of hitchhiking? I got a hitchhike now? All the way to Chicago. I don't know. <laughs> Save money. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess so. so. Then you can buy more delicious food. Also, that's how you get buried in the woods. <laughs> but so well. I don't really have barbecue on my list. Um, I and this is just more to comment. I guess I do technically, but uh, Fox Bros Barbecue in Atlanta is is also really good. Uh, they have a few locations. I don't know. I, I don't know how many Lewis has, but um, same with Rudy's Country Store in Texas. They have a ton of locations, so I couldn't put it on there either. But I love barbecue. It's it's so good. And, you know, trying different briskets at places, 
Um, the Fox Bros in Georgia was great because they're like, do you want the lean brisket or do you want the fatty brisket? And I probably should have got the fatty. I got the lean and it was really good, but I'm like, I bet the fatty was where the flavor was at. <laughs> so <laughs> I, missed where the flavor the flavor I know I missed out. I've had chopped brisket, brisket. I've had sliced brisket. Oh, so tasty. So that sounds really good. I would be down for it. Good. You should order be. it up now. No, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I start, you know, people want to start Venmo me, you know, start talking about, you know, oh, we'll come up yeah. with a plan. We'll come up, we'll come up with a plan. We could do a Seahawks game. And if you ordered it, I would just eat myself to death. Okay. Yes. I'll talk Probably to the guys. About it, I, I don't host. I, I would never in a million years host. Don't ever come to my house. Uh, but uh, I'm right outside uh, the door, Eric. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, no, actually, I'm not kidding. Don't ever come to my house. I, that's my house. <laughs> you have your own place. You, you, your places, your places for your places for you. My places for me. But we have people who like to host, like Jordan. Jordan's a wonderful host, you know. So maybe we'll uh, talk to him about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Categories. She wants. <laughs> she wants food. She loves barbecue. I'm sure. I don't know. I've never fed her barbecue. Maybe I'll have to now. She learns to mind her manners. Silly cat. Tricks are for kids. Uh, okay, well, I guess, you know, I, mine is technically barbecue um, because the place is a barbecue joint. It's called Matt's Barbecue in Portland. However, I'm not going to put Matt's Barbecue just the, the brick and mortar. I'm going to say Matt's Barbecue Tacos. So they were so famous for their their barbecue tacos that they went ahead and opened a truck um, uh, for for it. And it is out of this world good there are a couple locations but it is out of this world good so i always get the brisket taco um hang on let me try to give you exactly what's in it okay so they they have uh like breakfast tacos and stuff and they have one called the goat it has flour and corn tortilla with queso in between so like kind of like a quesadilla sliced brisket pulled pork guacamole red pickled onions and cilantro um they cook their tortillas with a little bit of lard to give it flavor. And so obviously it's not healthy for you, but it is so goddamn good. The Migas taco is delicious. Just the the uh, sliced brisket taco in general. The jalapeno cheddar sausage one is delicious. Um, yeah, the the breakfast taco is delicious. It is fantastic. I go to Matt's Barbecue Tacos almost every time I go to Portland. It's one of my favorite places ever. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend it to you guys uh, next time you are in Portland. Uh, this is another one that I saw. I believe this was on somebody see, somebody feed Phil also on Netflix, uh, uh, because he uh, is it the little like uh, food truck town like sort of setup that they so, have where it's just a bunch of food trucks kind of all parked in like a square. <laughs> so, well, so that's what I was. So Portland is famous for they're called pods. Yeah. Portland is famous for or one of the many things they're famous for are the food truck pods and they're. Places like that where there's just a parking lot, like let's say outside of a brewery, but there's like four or five different uh, food trucks. And those food trucks have tons of different items in them, um, you know, tons of different styles of food, and they're delicious. Uh, so this one has, I think, like four different food trucks in it, but Matt's is like the most popular one, and it's at the end. And I think it was like the original. So yeah, it's somebody feed Phil probably, they probably filmed there. Yeah, because I, I remember him going to a barbecue place and it 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 rings in my my head, but I, I I need to watch the episode again. I mean, 
might as well go watch some delicious food. Yeah, uh, seriously. That's never bad. No, except never. for when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> Thomas, what's your fifth and final? My last one is the only one where I am leaving the USA uh, because it's that good. And it is the only pizza that is better than the New York pizzas that I've had. And that's Mangia Pizza in Florence, Italy. Um, Before we went, I made a big list of food places and uh, sightseeing things to see while we were in Italy so that we'd have kind of a little map to go off of. And one day we were coming back from something. I think we had gone on a walk and Whitney was like, I'm hungry. What can we get for food? And I was like, let me just whip out my Yelp real quick and I can check the closest place we are to on the map. We can go to that place. And I opened it up. Mangia Pizza was literally a block away from us. And I said, yeah, let's go here. And we went in and we sat down and they had just the list of the pizzas up on the wall. You picked it. And then he just made it right there in front of you. You watched him do it and put all the toppings on, throw it in the oven, got a nice cold Coke. It's like the only time that I drink soda is when I'm in like a different country or whatnot. And for some reason, when I'm in a different country, I love the taste of Coke Um, and not the kind. Uh, (laughs) But... I got a pear and gorgonzola pizza because I love gorgonzola because it's part of the blue cheese family. Uh, And I bit into it. And uh, I know that Whitney has a picture of my face when I took that first bite. And it looks like pure bliss because it was. It was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. And we went back there two more times in our, our time in Florence and each pizza was just as good. It had like the crust had like the right amount of salt in it where you could just taste like it was different than any other pizza crust you've ever had. Oh, I'm getting emotional. It's so good. (laughs) Uh, I want to go back to Florence. Florence is probably the best city I've ever been to. And I could eat uh, that pizza every single day and never get sick of it. Hmm. That sounds really, really good. And I like I obviously I have pizza on my list, too. Like I said, so does Eric. It's just so tasty. And I I always wager that question with my friends when I'm hiking and stuff. I say, if you could eat one style of food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And I, I always think about pizza. For me, it's Mexican. But I always think about pizza because it's like unlimited topping combinations. And I don't I really don't think you could get tired of the styles of crust that you could use and things that you could do like wood fired, caramelized. You could do uh, all that cornmeal on the bottom. Yeah, you could do so many different things. So it sounds amazing. Uh, I just want more and more pizza, but it's not good for me. No, No, it's really not. No, there's such a thing as too much of a good thing. But of course, I guess we're both living proof of that, huh? Pizza, pizza. I'm trying yeah, living, to get a little bit of it. <laughs> living walking proof of that, buddy. Yeah, speaking of overindulgent and another, I've already hinted at we're going to talk about number five. My number five is Rodney Scott's Barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina. Now, when I first learned I was going to Charleston about a month or so ago for a work trip, I was like, okay, I got to get some barbecue. I know I'm going to get some barbecue. Oh, wait, didn't I see a video on YouTube? about this one place that's like get this wood smoke get this really cool way they do it oh yeah let me look that up and it turned out it was rodney scott's barbecue and he was based out of hemingway south carolina turns out he's not there anymore 
but he does have a place in Charleston and he's got a couple of places in Alabama. And so he's got, I think five total restaurants. So it just, just makes the cutoff for our list. It is, it was the first place I went to when I went to go get barbecue down there in Charleston. And it was the second place I went to because it was <laughs> so blasted delicious. It is, it is incredible. So between it, and Lewis Barbecue, those are the number one and number two for me in Charleston. For the uh, South Carolina Low Country Barbecue, it's it's those two. Um, and to answer your question in terms of what kind of food I would eat over and over, like, I mean, with barbecue, you've got different kinds. You've got your chicken, you've got your pork, you've got your beef, <laughs> you've got your, you know, there's no, there's no end to what you can barbecue, right? You can do whole hog barbecue, which is what Rodney Scott, um, that's their bread and butter, is whole hog barbecue. Whereas Texas is more brisket style. That's Lewis mm-hmm. barbecue. So if you're looking for traditional low country, whole hog barbecue, you go to Rodney Scott. So, yeah. Cool. It sounds delicious. It looks delicious. I just checked 6,000 reviews on Google. Holy buckets. That is, yeah. uh, that's I, a lot. I can send, I can send you a video, uh, the video I initially, uh, learned about and it'll make you hungry for some, for some pork. I'll tell you that right now. Is it a video of you just like passed no, out no, with no, like a chicken no, leg no, in your no, hand no, 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 and no, some brisket no, no, on no. your face? <laughs> no, I'm saying from like the video I first learned of Rodney Scott's like seven years ago. Mm. I, I found it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Well, well uh, that uh, looks delicious. And I just realized I Rodney Scott's actually the one that was on Chef's Table. Uh, Lewis, I think, was on a different cooking show. <laughs> okay, so you've seen them both though. It, yeah, it, it's tough to keep track of all of it in my head on which show. Well, <laughs> which I've is in, eaten but yeah. at both places. Aren't you jealous? Yes, I am. Because just looking at the pictures from his episode of uh, Chef's Table and just seeing him do the whole hog, it brings me back. And he has his little, his little mop that he does to. Uh, yes. Uh, it's just uh, so good. Yeah. He's got, a, <laughs> he's got a bucket and a mop and he just mops. He just, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the sauce. He just sort of dab the mop across the whole hog. It's the way to do it. Uh, his specialty, the in his mind, it's all in the wood, though. Mm-hmm. So they go out and they cut their own wood. You know, they go out and cut down felled trees and stuff, uh, and that's what they use to smoke. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all in that, mm-hmm. all in that wood. Ain't no other way. So. Yep, Rodney Scott barbecue. That's my number five. Love it. My turn. I mean, I, oh, I do yeah, have, I turn. do have an old, yeah, I do have an old, <laughs> I do have an old uh, honorable mention, but I like a for later. An old mention. So that old mention. An old mention. Um, I literally just right now, as I was typing this, realized um, that was not my fifth selection. So let me give backstory. Uh, do you guys like sandwiches? I know the yeah. answer yeah. is yes. Um, Historically, yes. Have you ever had a Caribbean sandwich? Yep. I have. Or a Caribbean, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. Have you been to Unbien in Seattle? I sure have. <laughs> Unbiend is incredible. I was originally going to put Paseo. Uh, there are several Paseo locations. There are luckily only four, so it fits this. There's one in Issaquah for some reason. But Paseo is is good. They unfortunately dip down in their quality. And I don't know exactly why, but what happened was I think one of the owners from Paseo opened up a new place called Unbien and still did the same kind of recipe of these uh, Caribbean slow roasted pork sandwiches. Oh my God, they're to die for. I literally would die 
for them. Uh, it, it's it's a pork shoulder coated in a marinade, and it's you know they they don't list what it is because it's secret sauces. But slow roasted until it falls into succulent morsels, and they put that on a piece of French bread with some like garlic spread. I know it's garlic, but it's still got a, a nice zing to it, and then a chunk of romaine lettuce. Um, and then uh can't remember what else pickles or something like that and it's so goddamn good um i love that thing their tofu one is fantastic as well but it's it's incredible yeah it has garlic mayo cilantro pickled jalapenos crisp romaine and caramelized onions it is not a clean sandwich to eat at unbien you definitely gotta like sit down with it and there's usually usually a line there but it's so close to where i live um i really need to take candace there one of these days because i haven't been in years, but it is, it's to die for. That sandwich is so unreal. Uh, their corn is delicious too. Yeah. Uh, the elote. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so good <laughs> there. I mean, I've had their chicken breast sandwich. I've had the pork loin, the uh, Caribbean roast. I've had the tofu one and they're all really, really good. So it's just, um, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. The bread is fantastic. They used to. Mm. Un bien. Mm. Un bien. It's delicious. That means a good one. Is it? Well, it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure that you're not just making up stuff. No. (laughs) Bien is good. Un would be like A. So good one. Ah, okay. Well, I'm learning things. Uh, well, those are our lists. Let me do a rundown. Wait, 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 wait. We got to do oh, oh, yeah. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'll start. I Like I, I said before, too, I had an honorable mention and I, I took it off for Moose's Tooth Pizza. Um, there is a place in San Francisco. It's called Burma Superstar. It's Burmese food. It is knock your socks off, smack your mama, unreal. It's so good. They have a tea leaf salad that's fantastic. And then just pretty much everything else, their curries, their noodle dishes are amazing. But that's in San Francisco. Uh, I'll I'll throw out a couple of mine. I got E2 Frilinelli. That's terrible pronunciation, (laughs) but a little sandwich place in Italy. Uh, Art of the Table, which I believe is in either Fremont or Ballard. Uh, Sweet Radish, which is over here in Linwood. Delicious chicken sandwiches. And then the other one was what I got recently in uh, Leavenworth, it was called Yodelin. That's the name of it. And Whitney had a salmon like bowl and it was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Uh, I got a curry dish that was good, but her salmon bowl was so good. It was crazy for just being like salmon with some vegetables and stuff in it. And I was just like, this is so good. How is it so good? (laughs) Uh, Eric, well, I'm gonna stay local and I'm gonna go chicken drive-in here in Lake yeah. Stevens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to mention chicken drive-in. <laughs> I've mentioned it before, so I had to mention it again. I, I call uh, it. I was like, as soon as Tom said the category, yeah. I was like, I bet Eric's gonna talk about chicken drive-in. I was like, I'm I sure it's to. great. I've never been. I'm sure it's great. It's, it's always it's fucking okay. busy. <laughs> yes, it's There's that's always what it cars is. in yeah. the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's good food. It's a lot of food. It's just a quick little drive-in uh, little spot. It's just mm-hmm. the reason I mentioned it is because it is a, a local town specific place. And for Mandy and I, like whenever we go vote, we drop off our ballot at the drop box right, uh, uh, right down the street from there. And then we mm-hmm. go treat ourselves to milkshakes there at the chicken drive-in. Ooh. It's a bit of a tradition for us. So do they bring the boys to the yard? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, well yeah, then that really sounds amazing. <laughs> they sure do. Yeah. You should know. 
you well, should I, be aware that that will happen. I did not know we could put more than one honorable mention, so I'll just throw two from Hawaii really quick. Maguro Spot, it's a poke place. It's probably the best poke place um, in, in Oahu. And I just, I think, I think it's phenomenal. And then um, uh, Paya Fish Market in uh, Waikiki, that place is also very, very phenomenal. The fish is so fresh and so delicious. So. Mm-hmm. Perfection. Now I will do the rundown. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thomas, that's me, had Bucatini, Made in New York Pizza, Heirloom, Grumpy's Food Truck, and Mangia Pizza. Eric had Kanto's Pizza and Pasta, Unregular Pizza, Indigo Kitchen and Ale House, Lewis Barbecue, and Rodney Scott's Barbecue. A lot of barbecue. And Zach had Pequod. Pizza? Okay. Pequod. Uh, Joe's Shanghai, Centerville, <laughs> Steak and Fish, Matt's Barbecue Tacos, and Unbien. Great lists. That always. I love when we do food because it just makes me really goddamn hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, because I'm choosing the topic for next week. It's not going to be food related. It can't be. To, it's can't be, candy. It's, it's not a food podcast. <laughs> Top five beers again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up a bitch. I like that's a good idea. I mean honestly, yeah, I got- we I don't think you were on the first top five beers. I think it was just Tom and I um, for the first one. I was one. not I was on the second go around. It was like our first sequel podcast, and actually that was my oh. idea that time. It was like our first sequel cast ever. Oh, uh, first time we went sure back. We so yeah, we we can do it again. We've had ah. a bunch of good beers since then. Mm-hmm. Sequels bring in money, guys. <laughs> Everyone knows that. That's Shit. why they do them. Bigger budgets. <laughs> all right all right well thank you for tuning in to the top five podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at podcast top five at zachtail 60 at tom top five and at snack burglar where you can give us ideas tell us if we're crazy or even suggest a topic for a future episode if you enjoyed today's episode we know you absolutely did please rate and review us on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon podcast google podcast or stitcher Thank you all so much. Remember, it's okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. When you go to a restaurant, the less you know about what happens in the kitchen, the more you enjoy your meal. Jeffrey Wright. Actor. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.